confidence continues to grow in the federal government that it can go to an election maybe by May next year with the economy strengthening out of the pandemic after new figures yesterday showed households continuing their COVID-era buying spree. Data from the ABS showed the economy expanded or grew by 0.7% throughout the June quarter. But there's a, a big, big but here. And I want to talk to the Shadow Treasurer, Jim Chalmers, about it. Good morning to you, Jim. Thank you for your time, mate. Hey, thanks, Marcus. Before we talk about those figures, I just wanted to convey uh, on behalf of our team our condolences when you, about you losing your dad. I'm oh, sure I thank speak. You. Thank you. On mate. behalf of all your listeners, mate, when we say that we're uh, you're in our thoughts. Thank you. That's very kind of you, Jim. Uh, I really appreciate it. And uh, again, thank you to, to, to you and to, to Albo and, and all of those people that have, uh, from uh, your side of politics, that have made contact with uh, with me. Uh, it's it's very kind and um, I appreciate it. Look, the stronger than expected uh, results, they predate these most recent series of lockdowns. You know, the ones that have shut down New South Wales and are ongoing. Victoria and the ACT, devastating economic consequences. So, look, I think we'll find that the national accounts will show a different GDP next time round in September. Well, they definitely will, Marcus. And I mean, even those numbers that you refer to from the June quarter a couple of months ago, uh, they showed that the economy was slowing uh, even before Sydney and then uh, Melbourne locked down again. Uh, So they're troubling to the extent that those figures, you know, they were positive in one sense, but our economy is growing slower than the UK, the US, the OECD average, all the rest of it. So even before the lockdowns, there was enough to concern us. Uh, and as you rightly point out, the September quarter that we're in now, that will be uh, very, very weak. Every economist thinks that the economy will actually go backwards in September quarter. Remains to be seen what happens after that. We want the economy to recover strongly, uh, but in order for that to happen, it means uh, the Prime Minister getting his act together on vaccines and yeah. quarantine the failure to do that to the reason why we've got these lockdowns and why we've got all this economic weakness. It's a worry, absolutely. And uh, when is it going to end? Uh, I mean, I don't know what the exact figures are, but I mean, in excess of a billion dollars each and every week that Sydney remains locked down. Um, And, you know, Sydney, New South Wales and Victoria are the engine rooms of the Australian economy, Jim, as you know. And we can't sustain this. Well, hopefully we'll see a way out of this with increased vaccination by, well, the New South Wales Premier is giving us a date of around October 17, 18. Uh, But the economic consequences will be dire. Yeah, you're quite right, Marcus. I mean, the the economy nationally is shedding hundreds of millions of dollars a day and at least a couple of billion dollars a week uh, because of these failures on vaccines and and quarantine. And all of these things are linked. You know, we all want the place to open up safely and confidently. We all want the economy to recover strongly. Uh, But being at the back of the global pack on vaccines also means we're at the back of the global pack on economic growth, and those two failures are uh, are interlinked. Yeah. All right. Uh, Look, what have we got? Look, uh, you know, what have we got to look forward to once we return to a normal, uh, hopefully, uh, way of living, Jim? Um, We will see a bounce back. Uh, There's no doubt about that. Uh, but do you think it'll be as strong as what the government's predicting? Uh, well, it remains to be seen. I hope it is. I mean, yeah, I, I okay. genuinely hope that the that the economy bounces back strongly because the 
the stronger the economic growth, you know, the broader, more inclusive that that growth can be, that means more opportunities for more people in more parts of Australia, and that's what we should all be on about. So we want that. Yeah. Um, but in order to get there, mm. uh, we've got to get those the vaccines right and the, and the quarantine right and all the other bits and pieces that are so crucial to the national plan and the reopening of, of Australia. Yeah. But really, there's a, there's a broader issue here as well. I mean, I think the main difference between us and the government, you, you, you have Albo on your show a lot, which is terrific, and he talks about this. Well, the other uh, bloke won't come on. so <laughs> yeah, well, we're, happy, we're, we're happy to come on, uh, Marcus, as you know. And one of the things I think, one of the big differences between those two guys is that Albo thinks that after this pandemic, as we emerge from it, that we can we can be better than before. We can build back better. We don't have to go back to all the wage stagnation and well, insecure that's right. work. That's we it. can do better than that. And we should be using this period to work out what was it about Australia before the pandemic that we loved mm. and want to hold on to? And what is it about Australia that we can do better? 